1: Welcome back to another episode of Knights of the Rogue Republic, a spin-off podcast of Walt's Apartment. We are currently in a dead heat battle for a podcast championship, so just got to plug here right at the beginning, if it's still going on, when this drops, probably won't be, but uh, All Aboard podcast is hosting, and we're very excited, very amped up, so go out there and vote I'm with me today. It's Jade and
2: Joey. What's up?
1: <laughs> and I don't know. We might have other Waltz Apartment cast members pop in. Um, this week's episode spurred some questions, and so we invited others that aren't, you know, as enthralled <laughs> in the in the way as we are to, <laughs> to, to pop in and ask some questions because we're happy to do that.
2: I think they have questions every week, but we're always happy to yeah. answer.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Feel free to message us on the social media platforms if you have specific questions as you watch your episodes, um, because we love to make sure that we address them in our show every week. So this week's episode, Chapter 21, The Pirate. It is directed by Peter Ramsey and written by John Favreau. Peter Ramsey, I think the very first episode we recorded, um, I kind of went through the new directors that we'd see this season. He was the one I talked about that came from the animation background. So he did like, uh, into the spider verse or one of the spider verse movies, another spider man, some animated movie rise of the guardians,
2: which I know Into the spider verse is arguably probably one of the best animated movies in recent years, I think. Oh yeah. So. Yeah.
1: And yeah, taking see, a page a from Dave Filoni.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Bringing in the animating peeps to the fold. So, this episode, gotta say, I got like a whole page plus side margin notes here. I was, how <laughs> was all about this episode?
2: Oh, yeah. I think this, I say this, I think, every week, but I think this is my favorite episode of the season so far.
1: <laughs> you do say that almost every week. I know. <laughs> okay, like,
2: they, they keep doing it, they keep bringing it every week. So,
1: yeah, so we start out on Navarro, and just mm-hmm. immediately, you know, the title, before you even click to watch the episode, you like, the title. Oh, he's back, mm-hmm. our pirate friend, friend
0: with the seaweed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the seaweed face. <laughs> and, yep, sure enough, we return to Navarro, and Gorin Shard, who's played, I looked him up this time, because I knew the voice sounded familiar, but I couldn't place it, and I'm probably going to butcher his name, Nonso... Anonzi,
2: I think uh, that's right. Anansi? Better than I can do.
1: I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, as soon as I saw his face pop up, I was like, yeah, that's the voice. Okay. So just clicking it in there. Um, so
0: Siege John Siege Navarro. Pops up. Pops up, makes some threats. Yeah, basically says, I'm going to fire first this time.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of that who shot first uh, reference there.
2: (laughs) There's a lot going through real quick in this episode. There's a lot of like reference lines throughout this, either referencing Mando episodes or other characters like Han Solo. I'm sure we'll talk about that down the road, but yeah, this was a lot of that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So he starts uh, bombarding the city Towns people go scurrying, so and he's he evacuating the city. He calls for help. He Uses the little droid, his little droid messenger. Very mm-hmm. reminiscent yeah, of a yeah. Leia moment there, where he bent yes. over uh, to send a message for help. So then we cut to we see um, who the message gets sent to, just Captain Tava. Back again. Yes. Return. <laughs> oh, one side note here. That damn Ugnaught.
2: Oh, Mr. Side kick.
1: Mr. Smeet, like, it killed, like, just absolutely 100% modeled after Mr. Smeet. You can't deny yeah. it. Like, it is so obvious. It just kills it, me.
2: I love that they went, like, 100% with the pirates, because ever since I was a little kid, besides Disney and Star Wars, I have always loved pirate movies, pirate stories. And this one wasn't just by name. I mean, this was black sails in space. I mean, the costumes, <laughs> the everything was perfect. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm like Mr. Spiny Ugnat. That's awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, and all the the alien or you know other species they used as the pirates. You know, yeah. because most of them didn't have to talk or have any like significant action movement. So they got very um, detailed with their prosthetics and their face because yeah. they didn't have to move. Mm-hmm. So it was probably just easy to to make a twelve copies of
0: yeah make little of variations. that silicone mask, and
1: <laughs> and more people could could be that species. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool.
2: And in the scene with the ship just firing on the on the town was very, like I said, reminiscent on any pirate movie, Curse of the Black oh, yeah. Pearl shooting that you know the yeah, city the cannons like yeah so yep I, yep it, they they went 100% on, on board with the pirates which <laughs> i love so super cool oh
0: yeah
1: Yeah. um so let's see we see a message uh let's see i, I think i kind of got sidetracked here cuz this is right around the time where we see well, the, the, the message cannon
0: on that planet and there's like Palm trees and yeah, whatnot. We kind of see gives like me a those, little Scarif vibes. Yeah, the palm yeah. trees, little rebel outposts. and we, we get, get, get some like techno, like outpost. Get
1: some like techno <laughs> space music. I thought that was kind of a fun mm-hmm. little touch. Just like divert the your mind a little bit with a different theme music. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: it really took me to like a World War Two like tiki bar on the beach with all the air, all the military there.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yep. And then, like, kind of pan in on just them, like, hanging out, you know, shooting some pool, getting some drinks. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) Joey mentioned in our chat this week that he spotted um, some certain attendees at the bar.
2: Yeah. I forget the names right now except for uh, Trapper Wolf, but we got Deborah Chow, Rick Fumiawa, and and Dave Filoni reprising their role really quick in a uh, blink-and-you-miss-it pan. And it was cool because Filoni was actually wearing kind of, like, not his traditional cowboy hat, but it looked a lot like uh, the one Cad Bane was wearing. But, Ooh. but yeah, it's and they're credited on IMDb because my friends uh, that I was recording with they didn't believe me when I said they were there. So, and you could uh, clearly see Deborah Chow pretty easily. Oh
1: yeah, Deborah Chow for sure. I noticed yeah. her, but the rest of them it was kind of like a profile or the back of the head, so I couldn't really tell. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Nice little nod. Oh, absolutely. So, we got we got a cantina full of rebels. Full of rangers.
2: Rebels, quote-unquote.
1: Quote-unquote. Uh-huh. So, we're, we're watching this recorded <laughs> S- message,
0: and... Well, see, I got a little bit of a spoiler before I watched the episode. I was <sighs> just scrolling along, and I saw Zeb, and it's like, when Zeb pops on oh, no! Ah! So I keep scrolling. Ruined my whole day. Not uh, gonna lie. Yeah. What a jerk. <laughs> but then, yes, whoever that person was, I will never forgive you. <laughs> but... You're dead to yeah. us. Yeah.
1: yeah, so he walks up, and Jade's, like, eyes are glued to me. She's, like, waiting for my reaction, and I haven't put it together yet who it is. As soon as you hear his voice, you should know. <laughs> Again, <laughs> that's her, her, Rebels is, like, her diehard, and I, you know, I I put it together within, like, ten seconds, mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but I didn't think it was Zeb. <laughs> I thought it was a different Lassat.
2: I did, too, in, mm-hmm. until, like, Jade said, until he started talking, I was, like... Steve
1: freaking Bloom, hell yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't really until there was a mannerism connected to the voice inflection that I put it together.
2: Yeah. And I was like, no,
0: suit. that's not him. No, yeah, the blue, yeah, flight, the blue, suit blue flight, flight suit. <laughs> yeah, same. I was like, wait a second. But it said Zeb on that spoiler I saw. So yeah. I was like, oh. so yeah, I was,
2: yeah. That was, he looked so been, freaking it, awesome he was, too.
0: Yeah. Like, the way they, like, made him into live action was just perfect. Because, obviously, they couldn't make him completely, like, the animated. that yeah. a little, like, too purple and, mm-hmm. like, the green eyes. But, like, the way they, like, ah. No, it was so, it was good. so good.
2: Which is where the suit made sense. So, they didn't have to mm-hmm. really do his whole body. but Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I know we're getting Rebels characters in Ahsoka. I, I, I figured yeah. we'd get... I still think we'll still get Sabine in this series, but I did not think the first Rebels character we would get to see is Zeb.
0: No, I did not either, because yeah. they did not confirm him on the Ahsoka series or anything. So I was yeah. like, oh. so We have some speculations later on this. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. disagree yeah. on a couple of things. Uh, uh,
2: but, and I didn't think that his the Lestat would actually translate good in live action, but he looked amazing. Oh, it
1: he does. Yeah, he and I guess know. the voice actor did both facial, uh, what do they call that again? I wrote it down. Practical effects oh, the with fa- the facial capture.
2: Yeah, the face recognition. While doing
1: the voice. Yeah. So they were able to combine like digital animation and practical effects with that. So cool. Technology. Yeah. And so it it's blurs seamlessly to just look <laughs> so great.
2: Yeah. So cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they definitely spent a pretty
1: penny on that. Yeah. yeah so So <laughs> we'll come back after we finish recapping the episode because I want to talk about. How How is Zeb there? Well,
0: we well, should just... Right, so. right. Okay. Yeah. We'll keep recapping, and then yeah. we'll come back yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Stay tuned. We'll, we'll move
1: on. So, we got that cameo <laughs> that just threw us all crazy uh, For a loop, even people. though most people who
0: are listening <laughs> to this probably are like, who?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Rebel's character, Zeb, plays in to Ahsoka and all things coming future. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Filoni. So... <laughs> Uh, he gets some news from Zeb, like, eh, they ain't gonna send you any help, we haven't heard from them forever, so Tevis takes it on his own to actually fly to Coruscant! Yeah. <laughs> He's like, okay, I'll go in person and make something <laughs> happen. Uh, so he goes actually to get help, and then, uh, we get Tim Meadows' character, Colonel Tuttle. Awesome. I, I love, he is so funny, I love that, um... So I had to pause it. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's that guy.
2: It's the ladies' man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he's in there pleading his case. um, And we see our old friend, Alina Kane, is hanging about, listening in. Our old double-triple agent spy, obviously now for Moff Gideon.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh Just like the way she was talking
2: in there. Yeah, definitely. Talking, lay, laying some digs mm-hmm. in on each... To have them kind of, like, arguing with each... Not arguing with each mm-hmm. other.
1: Yeah, but just laying enough Seven. seeds in there to, like, yeah. move the conversation the way she wanted it to go. Oh, and
2: yeah. Teva mentions Navarro. Tim Meadows, like, I don't know. Navarro's like, oh, they're the ones that didn't sign the our help treaty or whatever.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, oh, they need to learn... That they want to be a part of us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, so he to... leaves there dejected without what he needs. Yep, yep. And we see him um, looking for the Mandalorian clan.
0: And he lands. That actually finds their covert, which I was like, how yeah. How? Yeah. Well, come to find out. Yeah, <laughs> this one was so I was, good. I love I was, it. I was so confused by that. I was like, why would he just so happen... To be the one in contact. That's like such a weird coincidence. But then so, again, Star Wars stuff. Well, but I, they he ahead. says, my old friend from the rebellion,
1: R five. So now we know somewhere between when we last saw R five mm-hmm. in A New Hope and when Pelimoto had him, he's like R2, right? R2's yeah. lived so many freaking adventures. R five has yeah. apparently lived some lives as well, right? <laughs> like I love it. It's cool.
2: And I, I brought this up with uh, some of my friends, but like in the episode when they are going through the mines, uh I can't remember. yeah, one of the episodes are but uh Bo, Grogu, and Din are walking into the in the cave and R 5s in her ship and he uh
1: Yeah, he did something to like watch her.
2: I always forget what it's called, but yeah, he had yeah, little uh, his little I can't say it cleanly. You know what I mean, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where he sticks it in the pork and
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. His tool.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh... So I'm like, yeah. they wouldn't have showed that for no some no reason. Then we fast forwarded this episode. I'm like, ah, he's a snitch. Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm, Literally. Um. So I, something I noticed in this little dialogue point right here was that, um, the Mando's call. Captain Tiva Blue, like Kara Dune did. Yeah. Way back, I don't know, was that season one? I can't remember. Season keep track two?
2: Now. I think it was season two.
1: Yeah. So they're calling him a cop. What are you doing here, cop? But
0: it's blue. It's blue.
2: <laughs> yeah. So. Like, yeah, that's what she called it when he was trying to recruit her.
1: Because,
2: uh-huh. you know, after, yeah. <laughs> so Space it's kind parts. of a
1: cool, cool little slang thing. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're giving him shit, you know? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he gives Mando the message. Yep. Kind of gives him the plea of, I couldn't get them any help. Maybe you guys can. He's your friend. Yeah. Promises He'll not to give them away. That their secret is safe with him as, mm-hmm. as far as where the covert is. <laughs> and yeah. uh, so then they have a they have a family meeting. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he has to make his
0: case. Yeah, he makes his case about having a place to call their own so their children can play in the sun. Mm-hmm. With their helmets on. With their helmets on and full armor.
2: <laughs> I like how they have the how they have the talking stick.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I was like, it's a family meeting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then they start, like, murmuring. He just, like, lifts it, and everybody's like, shh. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So he, he gives his pitch, and then Vizla comes and takes the talking stick. Yeah.
0: At first, I was like, oh, yeah, he's talking him into not going. And bam, flips it. And then you try to, and then they look at, they like pan in on Mando and Bo. And like, you can just kind of like see their shocked expression behind the mask. Yeah. Uh That was awesome. I wasn't shocked.
1: I knew he owes them pretty much an equivalent of a life debt, right? They totally saved his son. So like he owes them. So as he's talking, I'm like, he's not really going against them. He owes (laughs) them. So he's going to, and I knew it, he would bring it back in. You know? Yeah, I
2: was like, you son of a then he then he, you know. <laughs> but no, this was a great this was a great like brave heart moment speech.
1: Uh-huh. The Because we are Mandalorians. I'm like, yeah. He's like, they saved my <laughs>
2: son when none of us would. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh let's see. Then this is the way. So they like make a operational mission or Bodas. Like gonna drop out of her ship. Yeah, reminiscent of some Rebels scenes as well. Yeah, and her her posture when she's standing in the doorway of her ship.
1: I was like, yes, (laughs) (laughs) the callbacks, the like moments. It's just so good. Yeah. Mm. The angle. I don't know if anybody else noticed these things, but like the angle of the camera to her profile in that shot. It it was just so good. They did it like a couple times. I think they did it in the Rebel series. They yeah. did it in the Clone Wars yeah. series.
0: It's like like, But a- you don't
1: usually see that in live action, right? That camera perspective. Mm, true. Just for that framing. I don't know. I He's- just nerded out on that for a minute.
2: I nerded it out on a lot of scenes on the show. Like where... What was the director's name again?
1: Uh, Peter Ramsey.
2: Yeah. He nailed so many scenes. That being one of them. The... Uh, coming up real soon. But that when they're in light speed. But it, it was a back shot. Of the uh, N1 and her gauntlet and light speed, mm-hmm. then facing the planet as it comes out. Then, even like, uh, I'll, I'll talk about it when we get to but another scene with the, <laughs> the um, Paz Vizla and his hero. I call it his hero stands when he lands, then it pans up. up. I'm getting ahead. Yeah. But, no, there's a bunch yeah. of great, great uh, camera work in this episode.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. So they get the pep talk. They make the plan. You're going to go in as a military unit. Yeah. I love that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a
1: 10 to 1 odds, but she's like, you know, yeah. we can do this. We're yeah. Mandalorians. We yeah. can take those odds.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just 10 to 1. Of course, <laughs> no big deal. Bunch of drunken pirates, no problem. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they... Execute their attack where mm-hmm. the Mandalorian and Bo are taken to the sky. Yeah, uh, the Mandalorian draws the them ships. away.
0: She drops in the two teams, team yep. one and team two. Yep. And then
1: starts starts whaling on the ship
0: mm-hmm. while they take the ground attack.
1: Um, I'm actually surprised that the pirate obeyed his command to fall back yeah, when was he was hunting surprised. Mando. Yeah. I thought that was a little bit out of character. Like, if you're a bloodthirsty pirate and you've just threatened to follow to the ends of the earth to get this guy, are you really yeah. gonna immediately stop and go back because your captain called you?
0: Yeah, no. Especially considering know. he was so quick to abandon all of them. Yeah. yeah. Odd odd <laughs> behavior.
1: So it was just just strange. So then I was like, is he I, I don't know. It was just that was just an odd like Took me out of the moment for a bit. Didn't make sense character development-wise, but... Yeah. Um, So
0: so they all scurry back to the ship, and then they start chasing Bo, and then he's like, above you, below you. (laughs) Mando starts destroying them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then
1: we get the shot of them uh, on the ground team. Oh, yeah, ground team, too. (laughs) And I love this part. It makes me freaking just so joyful. I don't know why, but when the monkey lizards warn them... Yeah. About the ambush. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know what it is about it, but it's just like, oh my God, I just love it. <laughs> well, those, those pirates shot at him earlier. Right? Well, exactly. I know. <laughs> of course they're
0: going to get some revenge. But like. I just think it's kind of cute.
1: Like, most people don't really put together that they're intelligent animals. That's true. And I don't know. But they
2: are. But just way so he so. pointed, like, over there, the man was like, I think yes. it ambushes around the corner. <laughs> Yeah, there's a great action. This scene on the ground, dog fighting, like some of the space battles mm-hmm. and aerial battles all season have been top notch. Oh, so yeah. good! Yeah,
1: man, him and that N one, just mm. such a beautiful,
0: beautiful thing.
1: <laughs> <All right>.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and then they get pinned down, trapped between two groups of pirates, and then. You know, they... Meanwhile,
1: Bo's getting attacked well, in the sky. Okay. Like, there's two scenes we're hey, bouncing yeah. back between right here. Uh, but the N1 swoops in again to take out some of the fighters that are up against Bo. Just dropping in. Dropping them like flies, right? <laughs> and then you go back down on the ground. And the Mandalorian
0: crew's pinned. Was it Team 2 that was pinned? I think it was Team 2. Yeah. And then Team 1 rolls in. Yeah. And then Fizla mm-hmm. drops in with his
1: Gatling yeah. gun, and then the pirates whip out their Gatling gun.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was like a fifty caliber version.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like a grenade version.
1: Yeah, so they're they're getting their butts whipped temporarily, and then you see the armor. I love this.
0: I thought it was as soon as they started panning up there, and then like the focus started like shifting to behind him. I was like. Who's going to pop yeah. up behind him right
2: now? Yeah. <laughs> Very Mace windu too. Attack of
0: yes. the Yes. <laughs> well, and I love that
1: she just uses her armor or tools. Those are her weapons and the tools of her trade. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> both. Like, she doesn't need a sword. She doesn't need a gun. She's yeah. got her tools. I'm like, yeah. Oh, just love it.
0: Well, she can use them to flush just, blasters. Just so. <laughs> kick-ass moments. Yep, but where she does she come
2: all. from, though? That was my only question.
0: I that's don't know. You think they'd have some guards down there. She doesn't, well, have,
2: she doesn't have a jetpack, does she?
0: She's probably, she's probably sneaking around in the coverts. Yeah, see, that's uh, what
2: I'm
1: saying. She was down in the in sewers. The sewers. <laughs> yeah, she knew that place, like the back of her hand. Mm-hmm. That's where the Mandalorians hid. So I think she knew a way into that building.
2: That makes sense, yeah.
0: Then, let's see. Let's
1: see what happens. Oh, so I noticed there's a pirate, which I don't remember which one it was, that right before his ship crashed, he jumps out. Oh, yeah. They intentionally show you that. And the fact that other, whatever that lead pirate guy's name is, takes off. Well, yeah. So we got two
0: pirates. And then all the pirates have captured.
1: But these two escaped, mm-hmm. right? So I think this True. is going to be a tie-in piece.
2: Yeah. To so the,
1: another the one... baddie.
2: The one that escaped in the the pilot one that they shot up in the earlier episode, mm-hmm. his name is Vane,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which is which is funny because that's an actual like pirate, uh, a known a known pirate in history, kind of like a oh so Black if Files. if you watch like Black Sails, which I love, it's one of the he's not a coward though, which is funny.
1: Oh, so. I mean, I did watch Black Sails, but I don't remember enough specifically about it to recall a character, but. Cool, I didn't know that. Yeah. Fun fact. Fun
2: fact. <laughs> Coming up on the next Black Sales podcast.
1: <laughs> I know. I was kinda of disappointed with they just dropped that series. Not to sideball too long here, but yeah. I did enjoy I got, that. I
2: got theories. We could talk about that off record.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the armor comes in, kicks their butts. They After start that advancing. barriers removed
0: they have no problem handling in the rest of the pirates yep pirates start fleeing then the city folk come back cut them off then yep. the mandalorians pop up behind them a small
1: group of city folk
0: mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> she has such qualms with the size of the group of the city it just seemed weird i i don't know why I'm there, there's
1: you. like it, there could have been just a slight little just a small little like just a sentence about why there was only like 50 townspeople that escaped Yeah. Well, he could have, when he did his little dumb speech in the middle of the lava flats to his people, he could have said, you know, we'll regroup with the rest of the town when help arrives, right? All that would have taken was a simple sentence to, like, not make my mind want to explode.
2: Well, it takes me back to Book of Boba Fett when, like, at the end, when they're waiting for the the people of Freetown to help join us, and it was just like 10 of them in an RV show up, and it's like, (laughs) That's what they're that's waiting true. for? Really? Come mm-hmm. on.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. That's true. These just weird little things. I'm just like...
0: Ah. I don't know. I just think there's probably more than one way that the town people escaped for one. For two, they were bombarding the city so a lot of people probably got injured. Yeah, Or, they went, the sewers, or like, they went into the sewers. Like I get yeah. it. There's tons of options but like, why wouldn't you have pieced that together for us? So I well, did not have to think about it for five minutes. they're going to piece it together in a later episode. <laughs> okay, shh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. It's gonna be okay. Off topic. Now we're back on track. <laughs> back on track. Okay. They
1: defeat the pirates.
0: <laughs> um Defeat the Pirates. Well, we forgot. Uh Shard like whipped the ship around, tried to oh, kill yeah. the townsfolk really quick. It went down in a blaze of yeah, glory. That was that was oh. a good moment. Yeah. Good explosion right behind. Yeah. Right behind the town. But yeah. Anyways.
2: Captain goes down with his ship.
0: Yep. Yep. All right.
1: Um, Okay. So then Grief is again addressing the few remaining town people in the area (laughs) (laughs) and the Mandalorians, offering Mm -hmm. them up the track of land and offering them a home as their heroes of Navarro. So there's this, this sweet little moment. And then. Vizla um, comes for Bo and beckons mm. her to a meeting with the Armorer. Just comes up behind her. The Armorer wants to speak with you. So there's this super cool like, mm-hmm. I love this scene. I almost wrote it all down word for word because there were just so <laughs> many cool little like bits in here. The Forge analogy, yeah. like I wasn't sure at first where she was going with it and then it all of a sudden clicked for me and I'm like oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> And then she asked her to remove her helmet, and I'm like,
0: that threw me off for a second. See, like, it, didn't, it didn't it didn't throw me off because when they were making the plan on the ship, Bo-Katan kept saying, you guys, you this, like, not saying we. And, like, then it panned in on the armor and got, like, a little closer just for a second. And I was like, ooh, the armor noticed that. So yeah. did I. And then I was like... Oh. So when she I asked her to understand. do that, well, she asked yeah. her to do that, I was like, she's probably going to take her helmet off right now.
1: Yeah, I was a little tripped out. I was like... Why is she asking her to do this? And then she's like, you respect my station. And Bo's like, well, yeah. (laughs) So I was like, what is happening right now? Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: (laughs) Oh, so much good stuff. We must walk it together. All Mandalorians. I mean, there are so many good phrases in this Mm -hmm. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it! The and Mythosaur, we got
0: confirmation that the armor actually believes that she did, yep. in fact, see the Mythosaur. Yep. So,
1: and believes it's a sign yep. of the coming age mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. they will retake Mandalore. Like, ah, oh, it's coming true. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> we must. Mandalore must come together. You can unite us.
2: Yeah, because we know oh. Bo wanted, like she mentioned to Din that she's tired of her pe- like people dying, mm-hmm. so she wanted, but we never really got that from the armorer.
1: Mm -hmm. But to
2: see that now that that's going to happen, I got so, so freaking excited.
1: Yeah. (laughs) The aligning of purpose now between these two badass leaders. Yeah. They're just going to be, oh, it's going to be so cool.
2: And it kind of like a little funny note too is I've never done Mandalorian like cosplay or anything. But uh, just watching them, uh, Paz and Bo walk down the stairs. I could just picture my friends who have done it like walking down the stairs like, Step. Step step because <laughs> he's kind of walking gingerly because he he probably he can't see, he sees the least. So I was, I was yeah. just kind of cracking up in that scene,
1: just
2: picturing yeah. my friends.
1: And... Yeah, very authentic <laughs> yeah. in that yeah. <laughs> like way that you have to move when you're in armor. Yeah, yeah. for
2: sure. Shout out to the cosplayers,
1: <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> so anything else we want to mention about that conversation so she walks mm. out with bow yeah without a helmet without and everybody's helmet like, and
0: like everybody <gasps> kind of double takes back away. freak out freak out yep
1: yeah as much as they can freak out with no facial expression yeah <laughs> oh you could you would tell
2: yeah <laughs> like, and again going with the camera work I love that it starts on their feet and kind of like pans mm-hmm. up to the group yeah. and Because you could picture yeah. you could visual uh, seeing her feet I could visualize like she's walking with her head down like Actually, embarrassed that she's unmasked for the first time.
0: Yeah, like what are oh, yeah. they going to think
2: of me unmasked now? And mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> such such a badass scene.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, and so yeah. she's yeah, you can tell uncomfortable, feeling awkward. Yep, and even Mando, his head's all cocked. Frogu, he was like, "Huh? Ah, what the heck? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is not the way." Even he knows now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. But then the armor does a great little, you know, speech yeah. about how she's going to bring all the tribes together how she and has walk to walk both, ways. both paths. Ah,
2: yes. Tears. So cool. So good.
1: Tears.
2: <laughs> and I'm watching it like I watch it at midnight because I can't wait for the morning. I can't wait. And I wake up early, too. So I'm like, so I'm just like,
0: sorry.
1: For,
2: <laughs> sorry for our audio listeners. But I'm like doing the Stewie Griffin on the couch like <laughs> so many times on this episode, especially this scene at the end. I'm just like,
1: holy crap. Yes. Yeah, I can't wait up because then I'll be so amped, I won't be able yeah. to go to bed.
2: It happens, yes.
1: <laughs> so I have to wait till I get home from work on Wednesdays and then it's torture because it's also our live episode day, so I have to decide what is more important right now?
0: Food, Mandalorian, or Walt's Apartment Live? <laughs>
2: <laughs> at least. Well, you after can have- my
0: spoiler, I'm watching it at twelve o'clock every night now. <laughs> Because I will not get anything oh, spoiled for me get ever But I don't go
1: on social media during the day when I work, so I don't typically worry about it.
0: Well, I try to enjoy my lunch, okay?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So,
1: we now have this beautiful moment, and then it pans us out to space. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh.
1: Empty, desolate, quiet space. Which I thought they did a really good job of yeah. showing that oh, kind yeah. of deadness of space moment. It was pretty cool. And uh, we see some wreckage floating. Um, Tiva again mm-hmm. has found
0: something suspicious. Found some kind of transport. blown yes. open.
2: Hits the high beams. Yep.
0: yep. <laughs> and then
1: so cool. what the heck was up oh. with the droids? Head thing popping off. That's never happened before.
2: I know. <laughs> like I thought that just stays apart where we could swim in a
1: swamp,
2: <laughs> swamp. But yeah. I didn't know it was a drone now. Well, I mean, we are further in the future, but still.
0: There's probably different, like, units, right? You know? I would think uh, so. Different capabilities, you know? Like, R2 has some little jetpack capabilities. Maybe some don't, you know? Yeah,
1: so I I, I was weirded out. I thought it was cool, but I was like, what? What is (laughs) happening? (laughs) So they got this cool, like, scanner, Mm -hmm. droney
0: part of his R unit. To investigate.
1: Goes in there and does a scan Mm -hmm. and they're finding some bodies of some crew uh, guards because he identifies it as a prison ship prison transport and then confirms it was moff gideon's transport ship and how i heard he hadn't made it to trial Mm -hmm. that was hinted at many times
0: it's true
1: confirmed now and then this part now at the end is just making my mind go crazy. <laughs> so they find a shard of Beskar in the hole. Mm-hmm. So dun, I've, dun, dun. I've I've squirrelled down many Beskar. a hole <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to come locate up the with owner
0: of this Beskar.
1: <laughs> but I've got my best guess. So.
2: There's a few for sure,
1: <laughs>
2: especially the last like the last thing they say, like when the guy he's talking to on the radio when he says Beskar. And, you know, do you think it's Mandalorians that did this? So it's like.
0: uh... I feel like they're trying to make it too obvious. But then again, in the recap, Vizla, it was like that scene where Vizla says that uh, death death would be too good for him. Yeah, death would be too good for Gideon. So it's like, I feel like a lot of Mandalorians would share that same sentiment. So they wouldn't really be rescuing him for money. They'd be rescuing him for, like, justice yeah. Which I feel like, why show that if they're just going like, to kill him off right away?
1: Yeah, so initially I thought it would be Bo's crew, right? That are out there with his stolen ship, mm-hmm. and they're taking on jobs. Because she made the association that they're out there just, you know, taking being mercenaries. jobs. Being mercenaries. But... Like, would they really take on that kind of job? See, I don't think
0: so. The only reason they would take it on... Would be for revenge. Like they would not take it on and then be like, "Here, but, old imperial people." Who so they would have just killed their planet, and like, his body would have been floating there in space. I mean, maybe. So then the so, other theory
1: was who had the Beskar spear that we ran across. But no, that was melted down for Grogu. I know, but
2: got it from somebody.
1: If yeah. somebody in that circle has a Beskar spear, I am thinking that that was kind of like an honorary thing that they got. As being one of the leaders in this group. And so maybe other people in this group
0: have items of Beskar as well. That's true. Moff did have the Darksaber. She had that spear. spear. Right. So they probably took items from Mandalore in of the, significance in the, as like mm-hmm. trophies. Yep. Like yeah. Like something Thrawn liked to do where he like took a trophy from all these different planets. So...
2: And Gideon did have a shit ton of Beskar when they used mm-hmm. the client to pay for. Grogu mm-hmm. yeah. and it, it was yeah. they also have their own forge because they pressed it into currency yeah, yep. and stuff so and I mean it could be who possibly attacked uh, Bo's castle My, I got yeah, so many theories that. that I'm just I, I'm like ooh it could be a, a setup or it could be this or it could be that I'm like I'm just going to watch it, but it's hard.
0: (laughs) I know. I mean, I'm ruling out actual Mandalorians because that just seems so unrealistic. Like, why would any Mandalorian want to help Moff Gideon? Yeah.
1: Yeah. The only one I initially thought, again, was Bo's old group that were out there being mercenaries. Like, I feel like that's where they're trying to throw us, but it doesn't make sense because they're still Mandalorians. I feel like they're trying to hint at that way too hard. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So. So it's not them. Yeah, it's definitely this crew that helps Moff Gideon his warlords. Yeah,
2: but and it's going to turn the New Republic against the Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. But there's but, but I think Tiva, his character is going to be a very important in the future, not just for Mandalorian, but in Star Wars, because I think they might be possibly reworking the Ranges of the New Republic around him, and yeah. he's obviously I, it is shown in, in very subtle scenes. But he does have an appreciation and trust for Din, and vice versa.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, we can speak- were just talking about that idea yeah. of that show hasn't really been officially announced as canceled or Correct. officially announced as happening. But Star Wars celebration. It might
0: be officially announced.
1: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. So Zeb again coming in and just being associated with Tiva now, like. They clearly are a kind of history too yeah aligning this to be either a spin-off which is what they originally had talked about but I don't know if it's going to get enough traction to have its own spin-off yeah but instead is it gonna be a substantial storyline in the next season of the Mandalorian
2: which I can see that too because uh we we we're getting with uh, especially with a uh, Elias Kane like sh- the very beginning stages of the first order. Kind of infiltrating through the New Republic, yeah. then he, he, we know we know if, if you watch, listen to, or I know Jade. You said you're a lot of the uh, read a lot of the books and stuff, so we know with um. Oh, sorry, sorry, Amber. I, I was reading <laughs> the name, so um, that you know, Leia broke apart from the re- rebellion or the the uh, alliance to j- join the, or start the resistance. I can see Kativa being a, a, a start of that too. Mm-hmm. You know, because he obviously he's not having success with the New Republic,
1: <laughs> the new bureaucracy. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah.
2: he could be a big he could be a branch of the. And when he when he flat flew away from Mando, this was the second time in the season we've heard the uh, March of the Resistance.
1: Oh, so, I didn't hear that. Yeah, Good call. I, I, I I'm a. I'll listen to it again.
2: Yeah, it's right when he's taken off, and he tells them like, "I know you guys will probably move again, but you have my word, I won't." Mm-hmm. but the music's playing very subtle Ooh,
1: nice so.
0: okay okay
1: alright any other uh, nods or, or things that you noticed that we didn't talk about as we went through the timeline oh my gosh
2: there was so much but I'm I'm going to say something's probably un- very going to be very unpopular but I don't care I'm actually glad that we actually had an episode that didn't really need Grogu Go-
0: yeah, yeah. so like grogu yeah. was there he he brought his cuteness but it wasn't necessary for him to like be in any of the shots necessarily
2: yeah because mm-hmm. we hear from people it that got into the show after the mandalorian like oh only watch because of grogu or this the show would have survived without grogu i'm like oh bullshit it's star wars oh, no. it'll survive so
1: no it's about the mandalorian
2: exactly so
1: yeah so Grogu's i'm, I'm, just I'm a kind of a cute little sidekick yeah exactly <laughs> Yeah, and now it's about more than just the Mandalorian. It's about the Mandalorian
0: people, mm-hmm.
1: you know, so, yeah. yeah. Tying it.
0: into a bigger story. Yes. Oh, yep.
2: <laughs> It's <laughs> such, a, such a great episode.
1: Okay, so, so how did Zeb end up with the Rangers then? If we're going to kind of deem so, this group I the Rangers, like, which I feel like we, we should by this point.
0: Because the last time we saw him, I feel like we have to do a little background on Zeb. Because okay. most people probably didn't watch the Rebel series, which is where Zeb is from, We're basically introduced to Zeb, while well, his name is uh, Os- Oseb? Oseb?
2: Uh, z-
0: Gazer. <laughs> sorry. I was <laughs> just fumbled. talking about it it's, earlier. Yeah, It's G Gazer. There's a reason they call him Zeb, people. <laughs> I'm tongue-tied right now. I know how to say <laughs> this. <laughs> Geras Zeb Aurelius, sorry. A.K.A. Zeb. He uh basically is part of the Ghost Crew, which is the focal point of the Rebel series. It's just basically, like, becomes a rebel cell later on. Mm-hmm. And and uh, the main characters are oh. Hera, Hera Kane and Jarus which is, like, a Jedi who was, like, a Padawan and- during the Clone Wars, and then he escaped. and You see him in Bad Batch. Yeah.
2: yeah you see him it, in Bad, Bad Batch was.
0: for the little youngling that they help escape. Caleb
2: Doom. Mm-hmm. Caleb Doom. Caleb Doom,
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So then... And then... And then Zeb, obviously, and then we've got... Chopper. Yeah, Chopper. (laughs) (laughs) We've got Sabine Wren, which is a Mandalorian, which we talked about... Have we talked about it on this podcast? I don't think not this season yet. I don't think we've talked about her yet. I feel like I've talked about her and how she's probably going to be, like, a Mandalorian that ties in to Oh, maybe we talked about it the first episode. Yeah, and then we also talked about Ezra, who is uh, my my fan pick for training Grogu. Yeah, we did talk about that (laughs) in episode one of the season. Yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, basically, just follows them on their journey Ezra's journey and Kanan's journey to become like full fledged Jedi and then like follows them as they're sticking into the Empire. Zeb is basically uh, his species is Lassot, and during like the Empire's takeover, similar to Mandalore, they went in and like destroyed the planet, genocide most of his people, and at the start of Rebels, we basically thought that all of his people were dead. And then come to find out later, there's like a whole Lasat home world where they're like hiding out and they discover it. And then there's also some back. Okay. it all over the place. <laughs> there's Okay. <laughs> anyway.
1: But the last time we see Zeb, mm-hmm. he is with Callus. Yeah, he's with
0: Kallus. Who was a,
2: impact,
0: who was a spy. spy. Was a spy, also a fulcrum agent like Ahsoka. Yeah. So he might So they him. were
1: together and yeah. they were heading to Zeb's. Family's refuge planet, supposedly. Yes.
0: Supposedly, I guess.
2: Well, yeah, because they show that at the end, the little epilogue,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: and real quick on Callus, like he he was responsible for the devastation on Zeb's planet, and actually, it, it the the weapon he used was a, a uh, like a staff like Zeb's that he yeah. that he took that he won in combat. Great episode where they crash land on an ice planet. They wind up becoming friends in a way and so that's why Callus like later on became Fulcrum and a spy for the so being that, that he was welcomed into the people was, was pretty huge and but the, yeah that was the last time we saw that he was welcomed in, in the new the new home of the Lestats mm-hmm. so but yeah where did Zeb, when did he join the New Republic
0: <laughs> but wasn't like the time jump because that like series ended in like like around the Battle of Yavin. So, like, 0 Y B? is that how you say it? A-Y-B. A-Y-B. A-B-Y. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, and then, cause... like, it, this one is set, like, probably, like, ten years later, right?
2: Nine. Yeah. We're at nine, nine, years, nine years later years late, mm-hmm. Nine years later?
0: Yeah, just then... about,
2: because, yeah, the Sabine That's... epilogue was, was like, four years after Return of the Jedi, I think.
0: I don't know, I have to bone up on timeline. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I know there was a there was a time gap at the end of Rebels, like once because Hera already had the baby, uh, which at the end of Rebels she was just pregnant. There was a few scenes that showed that she was pregnant. Then he was what maybe four or five when they're at the end, give or take.
0: Probably, yeah, give or take.
2: I don't know how quick half human half Twilight babies <laughs> age.
0: Well, so. I'm pretty sure Twilight's age at the same rate as humans, <laughs> so <true>.
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I would assume. The same rate?
2: Because Lethal was completely clean and rebuilt by the time yeah. Sabine left. So, ah, this is true. This is true. Yeah. I'll know by next episode. I'll
0: look it up. These, <laughs> these tricky timelines.
2: But people, if you haven't seen it, go watch Rebels.
0: Yes, yes. On, it's, it's a great, great series. Yeah, you don't need a lot of context either. Funny it's, too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Once you get past the space Aladdin part, then it, it's perfectly fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, um, thoughts on where he's been? I don't know. Like, how did he end up back with the Republic? I mean, I feel like he probably came back in, like, he probably, mm. I don't know. And why is he a pilot? Like, in the Rebel series, he wasn't, like, a huge pilot. He was he liked to smash bucket heads. Yeah. And he, he liked to the get brute. his hands dirty. He was dirty. the grunt. He, he was the, to, like, yeah. I wouldn't call him a grunt. Well, okay. you know, like, he was the muscle. <laughs> yeah, he was the muscle man. He he wasn't really a pilot. I mean, he could fly. Yeah. So I just found it interesting that he was, like, a pilot for the New Republic, of all things.
2: I think he just wanted to get back into some kind of fight or, or get rid of whatever Imperials are still around. That's true. And, I mean, there's not really any ground force, so maybe being a space cop is the closest thing.
0: True, and it was cool seeing.
2: Yeah, and it was cool seeing white wings again.
0: Yeah, I forgot Mm -hmm. to
2: bring that up, but not. And I mean, just from a production side, I think the best thing was to have them in a a rebel uniform because it was easier for the budget. (laughs) That's that's the easy real world question, but um, I
0: feel like if see that's the thing. Like, I don't know how they're gonna like costume design all these rebels characters that are coming in. Like, obviously Sabine's gonna be. In some Mandalorian armor, but are they going to keep it, like, kind of animated-esque? Or are they going to do, like, more live-action-looking costumes, you know? It'll be more... I think they did a great job with Bo-Katans. Oh, well, like, Bo-Katans isn't that difficult. Yeah. I think... Her, it's just I, armor. I, I Well, I think Sabine's is, too. Well, yeah, Sabine's definitely is. But, like, it's Ezra. Hera, Ezra I can't has, wait to see what they do with Hera. Well, Hera just... Hera just wears, like, the jumpsuit. Like, flight. I know but how well they'll... Well no, they've done a good job with other Twileks. That's mm-hmm. true.
1: They've done pretty good this time.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, you mean like the headtails? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think those are I've seen some cosplayers who have some amazing ones that move like super well. Yeah. Even so I I have no doubt that's gonna be executed very well.
2: I think Sabines will translate well.
0: I do too. Yeah.
2: Especially
1: part- did you notice this season's... the 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 clan, the uh why am I forgetting what they call themselves the covert the covert did you notice the diversity in the color schemes and the Mm -hmm. mismatching of the armor that they played up even more this season so i think they're kind of laying the groundwork for vibrance so that when she shows up it's not like such a huge shock that we have this super vibrant looking
0: that's true armor
2: yeah that makes sense
0: (sighs) yeah where, how do we get on this rabbit hole?
1: I don't
0: know. <laughs> we got three episodes left. No.
1: I don't, I, I just, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm not going to make trying any Trying to put together, guesses. like,
1: how far we're going to get in this storyline. Because we now have a clear trajectory, which is cool. Because the beginning of this season, we were like, where are we going? What's going to happen? We had no idea. We speculated a crap load. But pieces are now... Securely laid, Mm -hmm. and we have a a path.
2: Yeah, I'm just glad that one of my big predictions was the one of the main focal points was going to be the unification of the mandalores Mandalorians, Mm -hmm. and so being that we're on that track, I'm like, okay, I'm 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 sitting pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, but I I try to not to. Oh, what's going to happen next week? Because it's just too fun to watch and Mm -hmm. enjoy.
1: But they got to bring Ahsoka in, like. Maybe not necessarily Ahsoka, but... How can they not? If her spinoff series is going to happen before the next season of The Mandalorian, they haven't built enough hype for this.
2: I don't I don't mm-hmm. think they need to because I think the hype for Star Wars fans is already high. I, wouldn't be, I mean, I'm not saying I don't want to see Ahsoka because I love Ahsoka, I love Rosario Dawson, so, um, but I don't think it necessarily needs to tie in.
0: Yeah, I also feel like people saw her in The Mandalorian already and they're like, Who is that? And like they probably were like, Let's look it up. And maybe got a little background on her that way. Like maybe, for the average.
1: But yeah. hers will be the first series that doesn't have a significant other than The Mandalorian. Right? Yeah. This has been the only series that hasn't had significant tie ins to the movies. So other than this, we've had Boba Fett and Obi Wan. So
0: And the hype is real and cassian oh cassian yeah Cassian, which wasn't as big of a movie not as well known
1: of a character i feel like for a lot of people but it still had significance to the movies so ahsoka now her significance for the random viewer her significance is hot i mean we know this But I, I, does the random person that you come across in the grocery store that comments
0: on your Star Wars stuff going to know who the hell she is and why they would want to watch her show? No, because when people are like, "Who's your favorite Star Wars character?" and I'm like, "Ahsoka," and they're like, "Who?" and I'm like, "Listen, <laughs> watch this and this, and then come back to me."
2: <laughs> and actually, if people pay attention, Disney Disney Channel, a uh, Disney Plus, they actually have the Ahsoka like section of movie or shows all like in an uh, order. So I mean, I like I said I would love to see her. But I don't think she has a big role in in this particular season of The Mandalorian, um, and I don't think I think I don't think her show needs. I mean, I don't say it doesn't need to be advertised because people are already excited for it.
1: Um, well, Star Wars fans are excited for yeah. it. Are the casual Disney Plus viewer, which honestly makes up the majority of the Mandalorian fan base?
2: Yeah, we might get her going the- to we might see her in a post-credit scene at the at the finale like the boba fett thing
1: i I just want her to have more than one season and i want it to be impactful and like people to get into it so i want to make
0: sure they're they're hyping it up enough
2: i've heard i feel
0: like dave filoni might tie in a little luke in there would that be too much of a stretch because I feel like that would that would get like a lot of like casual fans more in tune to watch it because Luke is a pretty well known character. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. I just I just really want the scene that's like been f- in a lot of like little like, like fan things where Luke and Ahsoka have a conversation about
1: Anakin. And- <laughs> oh, Anakin. I know
2: <laughs> what I He's re- Yeah, I've seen that art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm obsessed yeah. with it. So <laughs> oh, real
2: quick, I've heard something about. Uh so one thing we keep hearing about is limited series. And Mm -hmm. I've always said ever since even, uh, the Mandalorian, I'm like a limited series doesn't mean a one season series. Rebels was a limited series at four years. Yeah. They said it's going to be four. So anyways, uh, one of the podcasts I listened to, uh, a star Wars podcast, uh, a really good one. They're mentioning that they've had a couple of, uh, Disney Lucasfilm printed at not ads, but just like, I don't know what you call them right now. Um, just re- like press releases, oh, uh-huh. and so I mentioned like uh, I mentioned Mando season four and a- Andor season two, and then I mentioned Ahsoka season one, the Skeleton Crew nothing. So, like that Skeleton Crew might be a one season because it was only listed as that.
1: Oh,
0: and so I okay. see where you're going. So I well, think Ahsoka
2: might be at well, least two seasons.
0: At least. This is this is Dave Filoni's baby
1: here. Yeah. He's got to give us more than one season. Well, but that's why I'm saying, in order to get more than one season, you have to have a significant enough fan base for
0: them to throw enough money at it to keep it going. I feel like just us Star Wars nerds will be a big enough fan base. I hope so.
2: Yeah. Because <laughs> I, could, I, could fo- I could see the, fir- uh, the first season focusing being Rebels 4.5. Mm-hmm. And then, I can be fine with them. Then, they would break apart. Maybe spinning off a live action rebel show. Who knows? Mm.
0: And then Ahsoka
2: doing her final swan song.
0: Th- Thrawn hunting.
2: Thrawn. So.
0: give me Thrawn. <laughs>
2: this is stuff I just every day, all day at work. So.
0: I feel like we're getting on a huge tangent here. Thrawn, a Thrawn <laughs> tangent. <laughs> Thrawn. This is a Mando podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. We'll rein it in. Anything else
0: to add? Mm, Mando related? No.
2: (laughs) I just want to say I love seeing Paul Sung Lee as Captain Um, Tava.
1: It's convenient.
2: Yeah. and, (laughs) and, And even that... Like we're we're all just big nerds and we love Star Wars, but so he's like one of us. He's he's a Star Wars nerd, Uh mm-hmm. and just the fact that you know, I I see it and like I always joke around. I'm like, if I were to grow my hair out, I, sh- I shave my head. If I were to grow my hair out, my my head would look a lot like his. So it's cool that they have a a guy with that kind of hairstyle, balding. As a big, <laughs> I think it's cool, but yeah. not just the fact that he's a true fan, uh in Star Wars is you know. I think all of our dreams, so that's pretty cool seeing that. Yeah. And he's a great character.
0: Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, definitely. If I was to become an actor, it would just be to land a role on some (laughs) Star Wars project. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Once that happens, i would be like... You just gotta (laughs) know some people, apparently. (laughs) Apparently.
1: (laughs) All right, cool. Well, thanks for joining this evening to chat about Chapter 21, The Pirate we got three more episodes to go, and Bad Batch season finale dropped this week, which I haven't got to watch yet. I won't add any spoilers here, because I haven't got to watch it yet. I've heard, and I know they were leading up to something major, and I know I'm going to just cry for days. So good. Whatever they do, it's something big's happening, but... You
2: mean mean when Vince Vaughn comes out, and... No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So... I didn't cry, if anybody's wondering. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, well, we'll maybe have to uh, have a, a side episode to briefly recap Bad Batch. Yeah.
2: I'm, I'm like 50-50 on it. So. I like it. <laughs> I know Lewis loves it, so... well then
1: you're out Joey (laughs) Lois is in (laughs) no (laughs) alright cool alright we'll see everybody next week when we chat about next Wednesday's episode and you can find us on all the social media platforms through Walt's apartment podcast but we are the Knights of the Rogue Republic may the force be with you this is the way